You are listening to the Bright and Bubbly Podcast with Tori and Elizabeth. And we have a guest. You guys, for the first time ever in our podcast, we've traveled. Yes! To this location. Um, and I, for one, am so excited. You guys know this guest. She was on the podcast before. Um, she talked about a dream being dead and what God placed in her and her husband's uh, path next. So, Kelsey, without further ado, <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast. Yes. And for traveling to the Knox Hotel. Woohoo! Awesome. Yes, we are currently in one of the hotel rooms recording this episode yes we are in the honeymoon suite this is probably one of my this is probably my favorite room now so it's really special that you guys are here you have to stay and enjoy yes i don't think it was even on my radar to dream that this would be something we could do when you first came on the show like even when you were talking about a hotel it was like that is such like a pie in the sky yeah like thought process (laughs) and thing so to be physically here going no this is a legit hotel like this is yes i mean i know you have more to still work on yeah but but it's it's a hotel it's crazy and like a year and a half ago we recorded and we had just signed the papers and like bought the hotel and now we have three rooms done stairwell mostly like refinished and ready to go so it's so crazy what happened yes. in a year and a half <laughs> right so let's go back to you guys just signed the contract this mm-hmm. is your building what what was that process like of getting these three rooms up mm-hmm. and going uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I would say, well, the, it's all super exciting. That's why I always tell people is it's always more exciting than overwhelming, um, probably except for when we opened the first room. <laughs> but that's a story in and of itself. But it, it was. We signed on the deadline. We were super excited to get started. We tore down all the lath, and we started finding contractors to do stuff. And I think that's when we hit our first uh, roadblock, <laughs> uh, you know? Prices start, you know, we're staying high. We're like, they'll drop, and they didn't, and now inflation. So that's been fun. But finding a contractor, a plumber, to do all the plumbing was probably our biggest hurdle because uh, not everyone was able or wanting to take on the job because Mm -hmm. it is a little daunting. This building hasn't had up-to-date plumbing in, I mean, it had cast iron pipes, but, like, official plumbing and. 160 years like wow so even the floors that we're sitting on i know we're on a rug but the hardwood floors have never been sanded in 160 years so we were the first people to sand them and refinish them <laughs> wow <laughs> which is pretty cool is that how old the building is yeah 1858 Whoo! there's not many things like that around or you, you can't yeah. see them yeah. the same way and reuse them like this yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty cool Try to remind remind myself of that when we right. walk through the rest of the building, which you were able to do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I feel so honored to be able to like join Tori in the experience <laughs> because Tori, I mean, I, for those listening, Tori and Kelsey are best friends. And so it's really cool because <laughs> I'll hear Tori talk about Kelsey all the time and, and she's come here before. She's done mm-hmm. the prayer rocks with you. She's done those things. And I'm over here going, I want to, I want to, I want to. <laughs> so to be able to like see a finished room stay actually in it 
record a podcast in it, but yeah. then also get to see what's happening on that other floor mm-hmm. and what you have coming forward. It's just like, it's amazing. And I bet there's so many lessons that you're learning from the building. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's why it's really fun to do a podcast about it, especially with you guys, because like I've mentioned, like on social media or any sort of media aspect, you see um, all the good things, all the happy things that are happening, all the progress, but you don't see the behind closed doors. Like you don't see the emotions that Dana and I have with the build- <laughs> with the building, you know, mm-hmm. with the project itself. So I'm really excited to to share that and through this like medium with people, whoever listens, mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully they'll be encouraged and, or just know that they're not alone when uh, things get hard. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of hard, what was one of the first hardest things? Obviously you said the plumber, but how, how did that work out with the plumbing? Did, was it resolved? It was resolved. We thankfully found actually the architects in town who helped us with the layout of the entire building. Uh, at the end of the day, they were the people that found the plumber and recommended him and he was willing to take on the job and he was really great and did a great job. We even had another plumber come in and he complimented how well of a job he did. So he was the perfect fit for that time to do the plumbing, which was super exciting. Um, but I would say another... Um, <laughs> big obstacle is just opening that first room Mm -hmm. so we had a reservation for april 9th that's when we realistically thought we can have this first corner room done and i mean you know again the behind closed doors a lot of people didn't see the the marital conversations that dane and i had i was pregnant and due march 29th and the reservation was for april 9th and i told dane several times i was like let's just like you know, give them their money back. Let's just cancel it because things are getting really tight timeline wise. Um, but we both decided to keep the <laughs> reservation. And uh, so I would say the hardest part was that whole, I think the whole month of like between the middle of March and the middle of April until Duncan was born was just like, it wasn't a nightmare. It was just really <laughs> stressful. And when when was Duncan born? Duncan was born April 10th. So, <laughs> yep, we had our first guest April 9th. I don't know how to best describe the story other than Dane was working here every night the week leading up to having the guest. Yeah. And then uh, the night of April 8th, he was here till 5 a.m. till April 9th and then came back. He came home for a couple hours of sleep. It was a Saturday. Went back. We had a whole bunch of family and friends come and help just finish up the room. And I had to go to the hospital that morning because Duncan kept turning. He was breached and then he was unbreached and then he was breached again. And I was 41 weeks plus a couple days at that point. So I was almost 42 weeks <laughs> pregnant with him. And so, I mean, it was stressful. And so I was at the hospital getting ultrasound, seeing if Duncan turned. And all of a sudden he turned, I called Dane, I'm like, it's baby time. Like they're just, we're gonna, they're gonna induce me like to make sure he stays head down. And I hear power tools in the background. <laughs> and Dane's like, we're wrapping stuff up here. I was like, it doesn't sound like you're wrapping stuff up. I hear power tools. Um, but you know, we it worked out and the guests came. They were super gracious and just really excited to be <clears> the <throat> first guest in over 50 years to stay in the building. 
So uh, that was really cool. And then the next day, Duncan was born. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah, it was uh, quite the weekend. <laughs> yes. So Duncan and the reopening of the hotel have the same like same birthday. Weekend. Yep. Same like, birthday, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. But so. what a treasure that is now in the mm-hmm. sense that you will always remember when and what God was doing inside before that birth of both. Yeah. And yeah. like, and being able to have like a story to get to that point. Cause I feel like as time goes on, we have these like big events, these things that happen in our lives, but we can't always like pinpoint the, the moment, the minute, right. yeah. the hour, the day, even, mm-hmm. even if at one point we remembered that, you know, August 20th of this, you know, or, you know, <laughs> exactly. or like April 15th of that year like we think we'll remember it but now you will have no doubt in your mind of just being reminded of like Mm -hmm. what god started again at the very same time as starting something in your son yeah and having him here and 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 like how cool is that because dane and i when we were you know talking about the hotel like one of the big reasons why we wanted to do it other than god leading us to it Mm -hmm. was we really we want to leave a legacy for our kids like we want to show our kids like yeah. This is how we trust in the Lord. This is what we took on. And I mean, I feel like the Lord was like, yep, you're leaving a legacy because here's another son coming the same weekend that you open the hotel. And like, that's a story, you know, that's going to be part of his story too. Like I yeah. was born the day after my parents had their first guest in the hotel that they renovated. <laughs> so I, it's pretty cool. Also, April 9th, I mentioned this. I finally, Tori encouraged me to finally write out the whole morning of the med school dream and um, just like how we ended up buying the hotel in a blog. So I posted that last week. So it's so awesome that we're here today, like kind of getting an update. But um, I mentioned Mm. in the blog, April 9th was the day we opened the hotel. It's also my Uncle Don's birthday who passed away when I was eight years old. And he was the reason why I wanted to go to med school. Like after he passed away, seeing... How sad my family was. I was like, no, like I want to go to med school to make sure this doesn't happen or, or to be a comfort and joy to families going through this. Like that was my yeah. mission. It was never about the paycheck or the status. It was just to solely help people. And so I felt like, wow, April, April 9th has like a double sentimental meaning now. Yeah. And I feel like I told Tori, like, that's just God's way of reminding me like, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Like, even though there are really scary moments, like, again, it's just like a little God hug. Like, I've got you. Like, this is where you're supposed to be. Stick with it. (laughs) Yeah. And like, and with this podcast, we're not going to go all the way back to your full story because we have already recorded it. Mm -hmm. So anyone that's listening, we will put it in our notes, what episode to Mm -hmm. listen to, to hear um, Kelsey's story. But she wanted to become a med student. And well... Evidently, and, and you become said, yeah. more than just a med student. You want to be more than a med student, but clearly that's not where you're at. Mm. But there's something that came out of it. And um, I would also love, Tori, like we'll probably do this, is put in um, a link to your blog. Yeah, because, definitely. Like definitely. That's, that's a huge thing because, you know, yeah, we can listen, but there's also something about reading too. Yeah. And hearing it straight from you would be really cool. So, But wow. So with the opening of the room you said that like one of, was one of the harder 
seasons and one of the harder things that happened. But since then, like mm-hmm. continuing forward now. So you opened that in April. Yeah. Like how, what's what's that been like? You did the first room, but yeah. we're not in the first room right now. No, you guys <laughs> are in the third room. So, I mean, the second room was pretty much mostly done. It just needed like all those details. And we were going to do that after I had the baby and kind of come back. But... Yeah, I I think there was this false sense of, <laughs> like, things are going to slow down once the room was open. At least, I think that's what Dane thought. And in my head, it's like, uh, things are just beginning. Like, now we've got to clean the rooms. Now we've got to reset the rooms every time. And, and that kind of, that was more my forte. So, things didn't actually slow down for me. <laughs> but... Um, but it's been good. Like being busy is good. It means people are coming, they're enjoying their stay. Um, and it has just been really, uh, a lot of the grunt work. And I think, you know, again, on social media, you just see the pretty pictures or you see me at the hotel smiling and I am smiling, but there's a lot of times I'm scrubbing toilets that people don't see that part. Right. Mm -hmm. That's my dad reminded me, that's the sweat equity that you're putting in. Yeah. You know, that's... Well, that's that legacy. Yeah, that you that's the about. legacy. <laughs> and I think that's one thing, like, current culture, we don't always focus in on history. Mm-hmm. And we don't focus in on what's been going on before us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To even the extent of even just sometimes our own parents, let alone going deeper than yeah. for, like, our grandparents and great-grandparents and the people in our lives. And I think there was a lot of sweat equity. Yeah. And there, and there should be in that mm-hmm. sense because... Um, what is produced out of that like it's a really cool fruit (laughs) yeah it and it is again that's what I'm gonna be telling my kids when we're older like your mother put you to bed and then she ran over the hotel scrubbed all the toilets came home or sometimes they are in tow we bring them here Mm -hmm. and get it done but but their memory of it they're gonna yeah. love it. They're like never gonna be going like, oh my goodness, my parents were cleaning the place again. Yeah. No, it was more like oh, I got to run in the hole. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. But um, but yeah, I think I think after we bought the hotel, that whole year from just like the dream of the hotel coming to be and then buying it was like I mentioned, it's, it was a redeeming year. I think this year since opening the first room, it's been. Um, a more of refining year or like realigning because uh, there have been moments when it's like, ooh, did we make the right decision? I mean, I'll admit, I was one week postpartum holding Duncan who had just spit up all over me in tears. I was like, what did we do, Dane? What, like, what did we do? Like, I had to go, like, get the hotel room ready and like all this, like, it was like, did we make the right decision? Can we just rewind and like redo that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think, I mean, I think everyone has those those moments in life where you, you question. But I feel like God has always reminded us that, again, we're right. We're right where we need to be. And, um, and that would probably lead me to the whole, like, uh, I struggle with trusting God for providing certain things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I... it's hard like this summer was a year of refining and that line kind of blurred between trusting God and self-reliance like you know if God's not going to provide x y and z then I'm going to do everything in my power to to get x y and z and so 
I would say that's probably been, aside from like the hotel aspect, like the heart aspect of the project is, that has probably been the hardest part for me. It's kind of realigning my heart to, do I really trust that God will provide everything we need? Um, and if I don't, am I going to try and just go off and do it myself? Because, mm-hmm. you know, then you can get into a little trouble. And, yeah. And that's not, that's not what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. No. And I think with that, like, there's a point that comes into play when it's like, you gave it to me, so mm-hmm. it's in my hands. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is my baby. I'm gonna, you know, share it. And, and there is a part of like, oh my goodness, Lord, you gave us this awesome project. I'm gonna share it with the world. And like, it's just gonna blow up because it's from you. And like, that didn't happen. Like, I mean, would you be ready for it to blow up though? Probably not. Like, I think the idea of it it. is that, so uh, something that we actually haven't told a lot of people because I don't know why it has, maybe because it's like, I guess embarrassing could be a reason. But the first month that we bought the hotel, I'm like, you know, put it on social media, what we were doing, sharing our progress. We had an actual like TV producer reach out to us and was like, this should be a show. This is awesome. Like he has legit show. Like he was a legit producer. Yeah. He had us do an interview, like record ourselves. And he pitched it to, you know, I mean, he pitched it to all the big networks yeah. and we were like, Oh my word, this is it. Like this yeah. is what's, <laughs> what's going to like help us pay all the bills. And like, yeah. you know, show the, show the project, show what God has led us to and what God's doing. Uh, but that clearly didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but then I was like, you know what? Social media, I'll really, you know, I'll try and follow that algorithm and like get our, promote ourselves out there. And, um, and, and that hasn't happened either. So, <laughs> yeah. so again, I think it's just like trusting, you know, that the Lord will provide exactly yeah. how we need him to provide. And like, it might not be what I think I need, Yeah. but he knows it's what I need. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and I feel like, Tori, you and I have talked about this in the past over, like, we've wanted things so badly, but then, like, when it finally came, yeah, it was, like, almost overwhelming, and it came mm. in a form that was less than what we had been wanting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. But it was still something, like, so big. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even with you guys, like, getting to the place where, like, um, off the recording, you've already talked about kind of like being a mom and stuff. Yeah. Where like you, you didn't need to have both your kids at the same time. Yeah. It was a, the, that process of having one and then getting the second one and that time between hand and all those yeah. things. I feel like sometimes we rush and go, okay, we want the toddler now. We want two of them. <laughs> we want, we want a yeah. five-year-old and we want an eight-year-old right now. Yeah. And like in our lives and the things that we're doing yet everything that comes from the very beginning really sets you up for that success of those things. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited and actually glad that in one aspect you haven't exploded and, like, because, <laughs> yeah. because if it exploded, you may have also. Yeah. That is, that is a good point. <laughs> yeah. And I just, and is that really what's best for our family right now? Mm-hmm. Do I want my children to be exposed in that way? Like, you know, I, I was talking to my other friend and she goes, was like, you know, maybe that's not the best thing for your family. Maybe that's not the best thing for your legacy that you're leaving your kids. And I was like, yeah, you know, 
Yeah. God does know what is best for us, even though yeah. sometimes I question. I think of it as like, you know, like an artist. Like I'm drawing the picture of what my life should look like, how I want it, like my plan. And I'm drawing it and I'm making it great. But God is sitting next to me and he's drawing something too. And in that detail of his picture of my life, I'm like, oh, I miss that little tree or like those intricate details that God knows that maybe my picture of what I want my life to be like doesn't have, but he has it, yeah. you know? And so it's, it's like sometimes frustrating because we're like, God, just let me see the whole picture. Like, I just, I just want to know the whole thing. Like, do we, are we going to be discovered? Like, is there going to be, you know, some fruit yeah. of that you know mm-hmm. because I mean we've talked before just about how cool this whole thing is like mm-hmm. you and Dane both are not you know hotel people by trade like yeah. there, no one in your families are hotel owners or managers yep. <laughs> or, or things like that and it's like there is something so unique about this story that it's like okay Lord like what are you you know yeah. how And I think, too, I should mention, like, being, quote, discovered or things blowing up. I mean, that is, in my sense, that's a way for me to, like, us to be provided for financially. Yes. That's that's where that's coming from. It's not like, I want to be famous. No, it's like, okay, that's a security blanket of that's how we're going to be able, that's how I could. That's going to save. That's the safe, right? Right now we're just getting the mana and the breaky dinky flashlight. We can't see everything. Like, you know, we're going out every day to collect the little mana that we're provided and we have to, you know, yeah. we have to rely on that for right now. We don't have yeah. you know, a whole feast. Yeah. <laughs> right now. And that's okay. It really is, because as much as it's difficult in the times, it does force you to real like to really again refine do I trust that God's going to provide for this project? Mm-hmm. Do I really believe that? Because, you know, if I don't, I need to reevaluate and, and mm-hmm. go to the Lord and be like, you know, let's have a chat. I'm struggling. Like, right. Yeah. And, and that's where it, that has been, again, the most difficult aspect. Again, the first year, redeeming, it's all great. This is going, I mean, the plumber was a little step back, but it's all good. And now it's like, oh, now we're in it. Yeah. There's no going back now. Like, yeah, we just have to truly be diligent and, and trust that the Lord's going to provide everything we need. And the cool part is he has. Like, yeah, it hasn't been in the way that we've wanted at all, but he has provided. He's provided guests every weekend. He's provided, you know, funds to pay certain things in certain ways that I would not have wanted to be done. But that's like, that's how he provides. Yeah. With the manna. And now you've mentioned um, this plumber that you um, were looking for, mm-hmm. and but you told me something when you were giving me a tour of the part of the hotel that is not finished, and you yeah. were telling me about this plumber. <laughs> but and, and there's actually more to it, and I feel like there's even more mana. But also, this is like a good like let's pull back in hindsight yeah. of like when we are worried about something, mm-hmm. and kind of just see what happened for you guys when it came to looking for a plumber. So, yeah, we had, we were easy to find an electrician, um, people help with dry, like all those, all other aspects were easy to find. The plumber was difficult. 
However, in order for plumbing to have been done, we had to take off all the lath on the walls, which we had done for where we needed plumbing, but we hadn't done the rest of the building. So we kept, I mean, I... And this was like right when you started. So, yeah, it's right when so we started. So you're looking for a plumber and you've yeah. gotten like probably the last for like this first couple of rooms yep. done. Mm-hmm. And then that's all you were looking for because. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So you start looking. Started looking. Couldn't find anyone. Yeah. And so Danny and I were like, okay, what do we do? I was like, well, in the meantime, let's just take down all the lath like on the third floor. Like we had help to do it. We had energy to do it. <laughs> like let's just go for it. So, I mean. When we weren't taking down lath, Dana's literally calling, meeting with contractors, people coming to the building to see if they will, yeah. if they could do it. Plumbers, I'm talking about. Yeah. And no one. For six months, we could not find a plumber. And then we finally found someone who someone else suggested to us. Yeah, like who, you said earlier. Yeah. Which they actually, like, are right, they're on the same strip of the hotel. Like, they're a couple doors down. So... The timing of it is very interesting that they never recommended him before, but... Had they recommended him before, we would not have been ready because we didn't know. The lath had to be all be taken down on the third floor and the rooms all had to be framed before we could get the plumbing done on the second floor. So we had time to get all that done before finding a plumber. Yes. And we didn't even know we needed to do all that. So if the plumber had come when we wanted him to, he would have been like, no, you got to do all this first. And there would have been probably... Like a frustration in that way. Yeah. Rather than the frustration of like not finding the plumber, mm-hmm. you would have been, we finally found him. We can't lose him. Yeah, exactly. And Oh no. And the stress of everything and trying to make it all happen. And then maybe even errors and not the same amount of time to like plan out the rooms the same way and all that. Exactly. So isn't that funny how the Lord yes. works? <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Yeah. I love god and just how he is so intricate because it's like you know when we think we know best god is like no i know best and then you're reminded of that like wow god had we done it our way yeah it wouldn't have really worked out and so i love those moments where you know you can see god through it all like wow you were really in that small little minuscule detail of like taking down lath and we didn't even know that we needed to take it down up there, but you, exactly. you did. And like God, God sees it all, you know? And so it is such a cool thing to see and always just be reminded of that, even in like the littlest things. So mm-hmm. that's cool. This is so that's fun. Cool. <laughs> like just to even be like reminded of these things again, because I feel like we'll hear like our closer friends saying certain things. We're like, oh yeah, that's because they're our close friend and we're so excited. But for me, like not being your close friend, I'm like even (laughs) farther away going, like it's undeniable. Yeah. And that's like good for me to see too, right? Because when you take on a project this big, it's just, it becomes your life. You're, it's, you're always in it. Like it's, it's hard to step back and be reminded of like, but Kelsey, look. Look yeah. how God provided there. Look at how that timeline worked perfectly for what needed to get done. So it's always good to have fresh fresh eyes see what God is doing because it is. It is difficult when I'm here multiple nights a week just cleaning the rooms, yeah. thinking, oh, my goodness, there's so much more that needs to get done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it, – I've and I've said it time and time again to you, like – just getting to be one of the 
uh, people that have been here since like day zero, essentially, mm-hmm. of thinking about when the hotel, you know, even just putting together a proposal for buying it and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to cry, but just how <laughs> inspiring it really has been to see you and Dane and just putting your trust in the Lord when mm-hmm. everything is dark. And so for me, as somebody who's so close to you, it's like, I am just so inspired by you and it like ignites my faith, you know? So, um, it's just truly amazing how God, um, is working in all of this. And I told it to you last weekend, but like, you know, what if med school wasn't it because God has this and, you know, you can reach so many people through what you guys are doing. And, um, it truly just, is an inspiration. So I just want to thank you for being who you are mm-hmm. and being open and just continuing to trust in the Lord when you have like one mana and a little tiny flashlight <laughs> <laughs> uh, that the batteries keep going out on it, right. like trying to shake it and uh, all of that because you are inspiring people yeah. um, through it all. And God is using you and using this hotel um and you can see it so thank you thanks growing me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool thing is is to know that god's not even done oh i know he's not like and, <laughs> and even more so like okay so as you probably picked up from the podcast um kelsey said there's three rooms but there's so many more rooms still to come mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm thinking, like, okay, yeah, wow, he's going to keep on moving while you finish those rooms. Mm-hmm. But he's going to keep on moving when you're done and you're not doing any re- reconstruction and, and figuring out things and building stuff. Like, that's the beautiful thing is this isn't a just, like, only in the process are you here, God. Only yeah. when I need the manna <laughs> are you here. Only while yeah. I'm in the wilderness are you here. No, because if you look to the Israelites, if you look to Exodus, if you look to Deuteronomy and all those books in the um, Old Testament, he was always there, not yeah. just in the mm-hmm. season of manna. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah! <laughs> right? And that's how I feel. Like, and that's what's really exciting about the project too is because I personally feel, like I feel like, the room we're in, the building we're, we're in, it, it's sacred ground. Like it is, mm-hmm. it was God provide, like gave it to us and that makes it really special. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I am itching for the lobby to be open, to talk to people, to like, I feel like that's when it's just, that is when the light is going to shine even more, right? Because we can show, show people the room and then tell them the story. Right. Mm-hmm. Showing them, here's this beautiful room. Let me tell you how we got here. God provided every step of the way. And yes. like, there's no denying it. Even the story about the funds coming in for the investor, it's like, I wrote it on the blog and I think everyone was like in shock of like, wow, I didn't realize that's like, how could you not do it after the Lord provided for that? And like, e- even the plumber story, I, those are stories that you can share with all the guests coming <clears throat> from, I mean, we had a guest this summer from Germany. So I mean, like, People are going to be coming from all over the world to stay at this little Max hotel. And I can't wait to show, to show what God has done. And like, that's why I feel like it's yeah. sacred ground, what we're well, sitting in. Also, I wrote this down right as you're talking. You're changing the story. Mm. You're adding to the history. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, mm-hmm. if it was never owned by anyone else that recognized who God was and invited him into this building... It is now. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you and you're changing and you're adding to the history. That's the thing. You talk about how old it is, but like even now, two years from now, this will, what this experience of us being here, you guys, that's history. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and 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 you're giving authority for it to be God's story as in his story in this hotel that if it was never before it is now and it's not you know kelsey and dane you know when you take people around it's not well we did this like yes we as kelsey and dane you know helped and did it but time and time again you were like but god you know Mm -hmm. so it always goes back to god um and not our own strength and that's the way it should be. Like mm-hmm. we can boast because we boast in the Lord, not ourselves. Um, and so time and time again, God has proven his faithfulness. So that's what you're gonna we're you're gonna say is like God, not us, but God. And it's really cool. To- yeah. It's and that's where it's like, how do I how do you share the story more? Like how you know, because the lobby's... I think that's what I struggle with. The lobby's not open. So I'm not I'm not even interacting with guests except for through reviews. And that's mostly... Date. Like, it's like, how do we share... How do we share mm-hmm. more of what God is doing? And that's also probably been a struggle recently. That's why I took up the blog again to kind of... Okay, maybe I put it in words here mm-hmm. and share it that way. Like, it's just been... I feel like I'm trying to figure out where the Lord is leading on how to share what he's doing. Because I don't know what medium that is. I don't yeah. know how best to do that. Mm-hmm. But it is exciting. It is exciting talking to you girls here because it's, it's life-giving. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Again, another reminder of like, we're right where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And yes. this hotel is, you know, it, hopefully, you know, we walked through it last July. Not the, not twenty. it was 20... 21 July mm-hmm. and and prayed in, in this room. We literally yeah. prayed in this room when it was looking rough <laughs> for all the people that would stay in, in each of the rooms. We prayed over them. And like, that's exciting too, because those prayers are written down. Yeah. I still have that notebook and like to go back and hopefully guests leave feeling, you know, feeling blessed, feeling encouraged and just feeling uplifted, hopefully. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's like, ah, I think that's the biggest thing is is like in a place where there is so much instant gratification, this hotel is not instant gratification. The story isn't instant gratification. And most of the time, our stories are not instant gratification, instantly done, click of the fingers, but we want it to be. And that's where that, like you talking about the Instagram, like just like, having showing the good moments trying to figure out how to get it so that people see it but yet there's so many things working behind the scenes that weren't instant that were painful that were hard but i think that's what's so beautiful is like if you look at a tree a tree most trees don't grow fast Mm -hmm. and when they and when they do it's because it's a specific type or in specific place but those trees that take a long time and then take five ten years to mature then to have fruit like you look at them and go well but it would have been great that you if you had bared fruit sooner but look at you now right yeah mm-hmm. oh that that storm broke through and look there's still fruit on your tree what <laughs> like you know what i mean like that type of stuff and so i see that like in 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 your story and in this life and like in what's going on with the hotel so Mm -hmm. um man okay well this is just 
just one. This is just the beginning, right? Yeah. Like we, we definitely um, have plans for one more. So my friends that are listening, uh, did you enjoy did you have fun with this? Because I know Tori and I did. Yes. All the tears, all the laughter. Um, but Kelsey, to just um, stop and pause on this one right here. We love to talk about something that's bright and something that's bubbly. Um, that's just, you know, the name of the show too. So what is something that you would say would be encouraging? I mean, we just talked about a whole bunch of things that are encouraging. Yeah. But then also something that you would say is really fun. Uh, so do you want both or just just one? You could choose. Like we would want okay. both, but they could be okay. in one or it can be two separate things. Um, encouraging. I would just say. Um, oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the whole fun, story. Yeah. yeah, something fun is. Uh, I think for people who see pictures of the room, like. There's a lot of really fun furniture in the room. I know this might not go along with the podcast, but a lot of it has been thrifted. So even some of the furniture filling the space has a lot of history, mm-hmm. which is super exciting and just fun and pretty and it makes the rooms what they are. Yeah. So, and it's fun to you because of what you're getting to see or like share with people. And then your whole story, just being able to pause is your encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Go out, be blessed, encourage somebody. See you next time.